Welcome to the Path to Profits um, podcast. In this podcast, we share not only tips and insights to help you um, get better in your forex trading career, but also um, business ideas you can start online with little or no um, capital. Of course, you definitely need to do your research, but basically we plant the seed and uh, you definitely have to do the work to germinate it and watch it grow yourself. today's topic i want to talk about the psychology of consistency the psychology of consistency because um i realized uh, for so many of us traders we are actually good traders however uh, many of us are not consistent and um literally so i posted a, a book on, on my channel which is a uh, best loser wins by tom ogard and that book has been a really good one. I've gotten a lot of testimonies from some of you who have read that book. So Tom Ogard is actually a very great trader. You guys can go ahead and check him out. He's a good guy. Um, rarely trades um, Forex though. He's based mostly on um, indices. However, um, what he talks about more or less affects every trader out there. And um, some of the things I'm going to be talking about today, uh, you will actually find more um more explanation in depth in this book so I, I would definitely recommend his book um so today i would start um by answering um the question posted by um someone on the general telegram channel so he said um he said getting rid of he said how do you balance getting rid of a trade that isn't performing well and um, allowing your trade to play out he said it could be quite confusing now, the reality of trading is profitability actually comes when you understand how to quickly get rid of a trade that is not performing and when you allow the performing trades to play out. So, so many people have different, um, different ideologies about this. But what I'm going to do tonight is I'm going to, be try, I'm going to try to be as uh, practical as possible concerning this, right? I'm going to try to be as practical as possible. So I think um, consistency in trading has to come from an ideology that everything we do as traders is uh, as a unique outcome or as a unique experience. So why do I say this? So for those, uh, for the guys on the Prop Firm Academy, um, you guys have seen me place trades and uh, after some time, I close out in loss even before the trade hits my, um, my stop loss. And oftentimes, um, some of you have asked me questions and I reply with answers such as, eventually, trading is just a game of um, possibilities. Now, the truth is, um, so let me, let me give an example. For some of us who know about um, tossing coins, right? If you toss a coin 100 times, there's, uh, there's a very high probability that at the end of the day, your results after tossing a coin to either get heads or tail 100 times, the results wouldn't be too far from 50-50, which means you might have something like maybe 47 times you got the head and maybe 53 times you got the tail, which approximately ends up being 50-50. However, one thing you also realize is you could also have an instance whereby you have 10... Um, 
10 coin tosses straight up where you get all round heads and you could have 10 straight up where you have all round tails that still doesn't mean that the overall results will be affected so one thing we need to understand is um to be a consistent trader you need to understand that it's mostly a thing of the mind and not necessarily your strategy so interestingly for many of us we actually have good strategies for most traders and one thing i've come to realize is um Trading the financial markets um, is mostly psychological. However, most of the technical strategies out there actually do work. Now, the only um, technical strategies out there that would probably not work properly would be strategies that do not take in consideration risk to reward. So more or less, um, let's look at trading as, let's say, a coin toss. I'm trying to to, um, toss a coin if i assume that 50 percent of the time when i toss that coin i'm going to have heads and 50 percent of the time when i turn that coin when i toss that coin i'm going to have tails then that means as a trader no matter how good i am i can also bring that same mentality into trading and assume that 50 percent of the time when i place a buy the market will truly go up and then likewise 50% of the time when i place a sell the, ma the market will likely go down but the thing is as traders most especially as forex traders we actually do have an unfair advantage now what will this unfair advantage be so unlike um full-time day trading cryptocurrency or full-time day trading synthetic indices now this is one of the reasons why i shy away so for for cryptos, I would rather be an investor. For synthetic indices, truth is I'm yet to find myself, to bring myself to that mental altitude where I would uh, more or less say I am basically trading this. And why is because as traders already, we have a lot of freedom on our hands. The market permits you a lot of freedom to do whatever you want to do and then your account balance pays for it. So... Um, one advantage of the forex market that I've come to realize is the forex market itself, if traded properly, gives you a lot of restraints. But those restraints, more often than not, are usually um, imposed on us by uh, what we hear other people say. Many traders do not actually go through the painful process of actually backtesting to actually check out um, the validity of some of these um, restraints. So for instance, as a forex trader, you know very well that when a news event is going to be released, it's better for you to stand down. However, you might have tried trading the news a couple of times and then you made money. Automatically, what that tells your subconscious is that it's safe, it's completely safe for you to trade while there's news. On the other hand, one thing you also realize is if you understand to a very large extent that every outcome in the forex market or in the financial markets as a trader is completely unique then what i would tell you is um even trading the news the outcome could be is also completely unique which means i could trade the news today and make money likewise i could trade the news tomorrow and lose money but one thing i would then understand is if um the outcome of the trade I placed in the morning that made me money and the trade I placed in the afternoon that uh, I did lose money are completely unique. Even though I used the same strategy and I saw similar candle patterns or whatever. That means if I want to gain an edge in trading, then 
I must come up with some certain kind of rules, which in most cases we traders call them confluences. I must come up with certain confluences that would then give me an edge to help me win more. Interestingly, um, as a profitable trader, you don't necessarily need a high win ratio. What you need is mostly a high risk to reward. Uh, for instance, I heard of a trader who, um, who actually had... Okay, so this guy, um, I was listening to a podcast one day, and this guy won the world trading competition. I think Robin Hood in, uh, sometimes in the 90s. And when he was asked what is... Uh, uh, win ratio is and he mentioned that on a good month or in a good month his win ratio is actually 35 percent and i was wowed so the the interviewer asked him if your win ratio is 35 percent uh, let me get you right does that mean out of a hundred trades you would win um just 35 and lose uh 65 and he said actually that is in a very good month and i was surprised so he said um, on the average month, his win ratio is usually between um, 25 to 30%. So the um, interviewer then asked, if that is actually what your win ratio is, then how come you came out as uh, the best trader in the competition? And then he, he mentioned the, uh, what's the distinction, what stood him out. He said, for every trade, he does one ratio 5%, which means... For every one dollar is risking, it stands the chance to uh, make uh, five dollar, and that is what it sticks to on every trade and eventually makes profit. In um, Tom Ugard's book *Best Loser Wins*, he mentioned a friend who developed a strategy. He then traveled to South Africa to implement it, and for every trade, uh, they were looking at one ratio twenty-five, and that strategy actually had a twenty-five percent win ratio which meant out of every 100 trades, they will lose 75. However, the 25 they win, they are making 25% on each of those trades. I mean, 25 times 25 is obviously 625. 625% minus the 75 they won, they lost rather. That's a total gain of about 550%. I think that's, that's not bad at all. So um, to answer that question, the truth is, at a point in your career, you would have to make that hard decision of um, how exactly you can make your winners run and cut your losses short. Now, I would recommend um, two ways to go about this. So, this is basically from a perspective whereby we understand that the outcome of every trade is actually completely random. That is, what that means is basically... Um, even if I'm using the same strategy, because I keep winning on that same strategy every day does not mean I'll win on that strategy every day. Let me take that again. What this means is you need to understand that because you keep winning on a particular strategy every day does not mean that you will always win using that same strategy every day. The market would eventually do what it wants to do. However, um, you can then develop an edge to build some restraints but most importantly, what you should focus on is your risk to reward. So how do you then come to that um, frame of mind whereby um, trades are not performing, you can quickly close them out, and trades are performing, you let them play out. So um, for me, uh, most especially for the guys on the Profem Academy, you'll have seen me place trades whereby I just leave it to run. And some of you make comments such as, uh, does that mean I got out too early? 
and then i tell you when i'm in a winning trade i can allow you to run for as long as possible now this is because i understand that when i am winning it's best to maximize your win and understand that the fact that i'm winning on this trade does not mean i'll win on the next trade even though yes i do have a high win ratio there are times when i also do take losses but what makes the difference now is how do you react to those losses and how do you react um, to those gains so first of all um there are two things you can do like i mentioned earlier first of all you can decide to make to just uh go the easy route now the easy route is the mechanical route and what that means is if i'm placing a trade i can decide that my maximum stop loss is xyz pips and then my maximum take profit or my minimum take profit is xyz pips so what this will do for you is um ideally i would advise at least one ratio three risk to reward so what this could do is try it out maybe uh just hypothetically right let's say you have a win ratio of um let's say um 30 percent and then on every trade um you do one ratio three so that means out of 100 trades if you win 30 trades times uh three percent that's 90 you've made 90. however from that 90 you actually did lose 70. 70 minus 90 means you eventually will bank 20 percent return on uh every 100 trades you take that's actually not bad if you want it to be higher then you simply fix it at a higher risk to reward so what you can then do is to have that add rule whereby um for every trade you are placing you know the minimum risk to reward you are doing is uh, a specific maybe one ratio four one ratio three one ratio five so what that would do is um it will build your mind such that even when you can see the trades approaching your stop loss you are not worried because you just want the game of possibilities or the game of probability to actually play out so for instance for instance um let's say you are tossing a coin right you realize that when you get heads, you are not worried. When you get tails, you are not worried. And this is because you've noticed that um, statistically, it is completely normal for you to have whatever results that uh, th those coin flips will give you. And the same thing actually occurs in trading. The only difference is, as a trader, you are dealing with live money. So those, that live money eventually allows your emotions to run a wire, and eventually you find yourself doing what you are not supposed to do so how about if truth is we are we all have emotions i can't i'm not going to come and tell you i do not have emotions or i do not feel pain or i do not feel losses and the truth is um why many of us uh, do not want to close out those losses even though when we know we are in a trade that is not performing well is because we do not want to take the pain of um taking a loss i have a trading colleague who placed a trade sometimes um i have a friend he, he placed a trade i think that was sometimes around march this year that was euro usd he was trying to buy euro usd and then when i saw it i told him i was like um from the look of things this trade is likely um on a downtrend now one thing i try not to do is to sound affirmative when telling traders what to do now this is because to a very large extent i understand that trading is a is completely a game of probabilities no one is perfect no one is right 100 percent even though you could be right a lot a lot of times you could be right much more times than you are being wrong but i try not to um do that because if i'm always affirmative the market will sell and then the market sells 
what I would do is eventually I'll, uh, it will be more or less beating down on your confidence. So you find out that more often than not, you'll be more confident in a trade when I am also in a trade or when whoever told you that this thing will sell is also in that trade. Whereas forgetting the fact that our outcomes or the outcome of our trade is completely random and nobody really owns this market. So one thing I try to do is just guide or just advise or just suggest. So when I suggest, you more or less believe in whatever you are seeing. And then if you make a mistake, it's easier for you to then go back to the drawing board and try to correct yourself. So back to the story of this, um, my friend. So I told him this thing is likely going to sell. Now, the person I'm talking about is actually a six-figure trader. He has a very large account. And eventually what he did was when he cited the market and the market kept on selling. In fact, I remember that was FOMC day. He already had his buy position ahead. And then I explained to him, I, I mentioned to him that from the look of things, this thing will likely keep selling with FOMC. But he decided to play the odds. And then he put in, he left his buy position. And eventually when FOMC came in and markets continued selling, what he did was he removed his stop loss. As we speak right now, he's still in that trade. And imagine having to nurse a trade for, I think that's uh, about six months now, or probably about seven months now. And why, would, why did he do that? Because he did not want to accept that pain of taking that initial loss. And I realized to a very large extent, many of us do this. Now, the truth is, there are a couple of ways to deal with pain. However, however, Profitable traders do not bother dealing with pain. They more or less accept that pain. Now, the faster you accept the pain of taking losses in trading, the faster you see profits turn around for you. Uh, the other side of pain actually comes in the point of fear. Very often, you find out that um, markets will come, eat your stop loss, and then move. And so when you're in a trade, you, has, you have that fear of missing out. Sometimes you have that fear of losing. Now, one of the ways to deal with fear in trading, and not just trading, but anything in life. So, for instance, um, for those of us who actually do drive today, there must have definitely been a point in your life where you, are, you could not get behind a, a steering wheel of a car to actually drive. Most especially, um, you could not drive on the express or on the highway. Now, it's completely understandable. So what did you do to that? What you did was you practiced. And then the more you kept on practicing, the better you got in the act of driving. And now today, you could probably drive literally anywhere in the world. Now, it's more or less the same thing with trading. You could be experiencing that fear or that pain out of, um, out of a place whereby you actually are not so sound on technical. So you really do not even understand what the market is doing in the first place. If you are in that um, particular state right now, then obviously um, you need to address that fear by getting more knowledge. But oftentimes traders also get into that trap whereby each time they take a loss or a series of losses, they feel they need more technical knowledge. If you already have an edge in trading and that edge in trading already has a good risk to reward ratio, I would advise you um, to a very large extent work more on your psychology than um, on your technicals. Technicals are good. Technicals will help you overcome fear. Technicals will help you build more confidence in trading. To a very large extent also, technicals could help you overcome greed. In the sense that, um, so one thing um, 
I found out is um, in the book Best Loser Wins, Tom kept on saying it doesn't set a take profit, it just allows the market to run. Now, personally, I do not subscribe to that. Now, this is why, um, most of all in the Forex markets, we understand to a very large extent that the Forex market is completely manipulative and completely manipulated likewise. So what that means is we have several, based on your trading strategy, and if you understand zones very well, you see a lot of um, times whereby markets get to a particular zone, even if you are in profit, and then it completely reverses. And at that point, you start wishing um, you had made, you are taking your profits. So it now comes to a point whereby you need to then make that decision. Do I feel more pain when markets make some profit and then eventually eats my break-even? Or do I, make, do I feel more pain when um, I take profit and then market keeps moving? So it now depends on you. If you are that trader who feels more pain when you only banked 100 pips and the market eventually moved 500 pips, then definitely I would advise you do not use a take profit. So in such a case, you know that when a market is not performing really well and it eats your stop loss, you know in the next trade that will probably perform well, you could bank as much as 500 pips. You just keep trailing your stop loss. Otherwise, if you would feel more pain when market eats your break-even than um, uh, when market just keeps going in that direction where you are in, even though you've taken profits, then obviously you should work with a take profit. And I think that, to a very large extent, also comes from a um, mindset of contentment. So for myself, I would rather um, markets eat my take profit and keeps moving when I'm not swing trading. If it's a swing trading opportunity and I get out fast, then I feel pain. But I've come to a point whereby, to a very large extent, uh, due to my knowledge of technicals, I can be very dynamic and flexible in the markets. However, if you are just in your learning phase, you might not be able to decipher a swing opportunity from an intraday opportunity or from a scalp opportunity. So in that case, I would advise you work with a fixed risk to reward um, per trade that uh, you take. So what I would do is, um, whenever you place a trade, you know that if this trade manages to go well, I'm making XYZ percent. However, if it doesn't go well, I'm only losing XYZ percent. Another thing that so many of us traders do, for, for some traders who do trade on mobile, you do not calculate your risk properly before placing a trade. And what that will do for you is you discover you might be taking a particular um, trade and then you are risking maybe 20 pips using the same lot size. And by the time you place that trade, maybe you're using a standard lot, you lose $200. However, on a pair like maybe EuroGBP or GBPCHF, you use the same standard lot size, you are risking 20 pips, and then you end up losing $250, $240. And by the time you are doing your profit and loss, you discover that it's not adding up. So to a very large extent, I would advise that uh, you do not just um, use head knowledge in calculating your lot sizes. Go ahead and use a lot size calculator. So what I would do is, you can be rest assured that for every trade you are placing, you are risking a particular amount of money. And for every trade that actually goes your way, you are going to make a particular amount of money. And then you simply just leave out the game of probabilities to play out. And uh, however it plays out, you know that you definitely, over the long haul, make some money. So I believe I should have answered this question. If you have any question, 
Um, in the next uh, few minutes, I will open the floor. Just simply raise your hand and go ahead and ask your question. So in summary, in conclusion, what I'm trying to say is, first of all, you need to understand that the outcome of every trade is completely unique, which means um, the results. And um, interestingly, interestingly, for many um, um, trader institutions and traders, you hear them talk about um, disclaimer, past profits do not guarantee future returns. Now, that's just more or less um, a way of framing this same thing. The fact that I saw a particular setup um, last week and it played out very well. I saw that same setup two weeks ago. It played out very well. That doesn't mean if I see the same setup today, it will play out very well. So the past profits do not guarantee future returns. The outcome of this trade or the outcome of the next trade or the outcome of previous trades do not guarantee the outcome of whatever trade I'm going to take next. And one thing many of us do a lot of times is to associate um, um, previous experiences with new experiences. What that means is um, many of the times we like to um, believe that because we saw XYZ confluences in the last trades, the result of that last trade should also be the same as the result of the next trade where I saw those same confluences. And many of the times in the Forex market, it actually does work that way. It actually does play out that way. However, to a very large extent, let the technicals handle that. For you um, as a profitable trader or for you wanting to be a profitable trader, you need to come to that acceptance that whatever you are doing in the markets is um, completely um, random. And in, in most cases, your strategy is likely not the problem. Your mindset is likely the problem. And if you are trading from a point of fear, you need to identify why exactly um, are you facing that fear? What exactly is causing that fear? Is it a lack of process? Is it greed? Uh, is it too much losses? Is it trading fatigue? Whatever it is, you need to identify that fear and then work um, towards it. So um, what I would do is um, eventually you then fix, you then find the problem and then you can come up with solutions to fix the problem. So in answering that question, how do you get rid of trades that are not performing and how do you allow your trades to perform? So you, I, I answered, you could just use two systems. Number one, have a fixed particular risk and a fixed set of rewards and just allow probabilities play out based on your trading strategy. The second way to go about that is um, when you are more or less more, um, more educated technically. Um, so for me, when a trade is not performing, I know. When a trade will likely go otherwise, I know. But that doesn't mean I should take the opposite direction of the trade. What that just means is I should cut my losses fast. And so what you can do is you could decide to go the route of once you feel uncomfortable in a trade or once you start feeling anxiety in a trade, once you start feeling scared in a trade, immediately cut your loss short. But when you start feeling more hopeful, more happy, probably you know that this trade will likely work well. And interestingly, for so many of us traders, we know when we place a trade and it will actually go well. Many of us actually do know these things. But somehow, somehow, um, due to so many external factors that affect the internal factors on our charts, we find ourselves placing wrong trades all in the bid to try to make um, fast profits. So um, this will bring me to the end of um, today's session. So like I was explaining earlier, so moving forward, the Path to Profit podcast will be focused more on um, psychology to help build more balanced traders. Because obviously, if you're going to the market with a sound mind, with uh, a profitable strategy, even 
if your strategy isn't so profitable, if your mindset is completely sound, I can assure you, you make much more money than a trader who has a very profitable strategy but a very poor uh, mindset. And uh, if there are no questions, so interestingly, if you do not have your question here, you could also go ahead and type it out in the Telegram channel. And um, I will try to address your question um, as soon as I can. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for joining me on the Paths to Profit um, podcast. I'll see you next Monday by 7 p.m. So that's, that's basically it from me. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a great week ahead.